Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another ETM podcast here with Richmond Donker and Jay Park. We are on our second episode of Material Idol, but it's our fifth podcast. So we would like to give a big thanks to all of our supporters, viewers, and listeners from our YouTube channel and podcast channel. Now, before I pass over the air to Richmond, I would like to introduce what this podcast episode is about. A lot of us cannot separate the difference between material wants and material needs. And there is no material in life that we truly need. All materials are either wants or they are to help us by making life more easy and comfortable. People don't want to cook over a campfire to make meals all the time, so the convenience was invented of a stovetop or an oven is found in most homes. Toasters, microwaves, and the list goes on and on. Although most are not materials that we attach ourselves to, it can still affect us and our lack to understand the difference between what are needs and what are wants. Having a coffee maker to enjoy a nice cup before you start work in the morning is great. Most people do it, even I do it myself. Though if you feel you need coffee more than God to start your morning, that's when it becomes a problem. We are not meant to live a hard or suffering life. Convenience is there for us for a very important purpose. It's to make our lives more effective and productive with what we do in our lives to make use of it. The misunderstanding is it's not used to get attached to or to help us make our lives become more lazy. Like I have said to many people before, if you can't carry it at least in two suitcases full, I think no one can carry more than two full suitcases. Personally, I can't. But if you can't pack it as tight as you can in two suitcases, you will eventually lose it in a natural disaster. So it's always good to live lightweight and mobile so God is able to move you wherever he sees fit and when. This doesn't mean pack your bags of material goods. It means pack your bags also spiritually because we are not staying here very long. It's time to let go of the possessions that hold you captive of this world and to start preparing for your reward in the kingdom of God. So thank you for joining us on our fifth episode, second of Material Idol. This has been Jay Park, and I now pass over the air to Richmond Donker. Hello, welcome to the Exposed Truth. This is our fifth episode, and it is also the second part of the Material Idols, which we studied last week. Now, we would like to express our sincere gratitude to all of you for your support and also taking your time to listen to what God wants us to know. Thank you very much. Now, in this episode, we are going to talk more about the warning God is giving to both pastors and the church members so here 
we are going to really talk more. It is not wrong for pastors to live a better life. It is not wrong for pastors to drive all the fancy cars and all even using those private jets. But we have to be very careful and make sure that we are using the money people are giving us for the sake of the ministry. We have to use them wisely. We have to be very accountable and to make sure that we are using them on the right thing at the right time. I'm going to talk more about this. That's in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 34. I'll read from verse 1. And I'll be explaining why reading. Okay? Now, from verse 1, it says, The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. So the shepherds of Israel, which is priests or pastors today, okay, prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, woe to you shepherds of Israel who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? This is a question God is asking. So the shepherds are the pastors today. God said, whoa, warning, be careful that you are just concerning about yourself, what you eat, what you wear, or what you want to use. So be very, very careful. Now, God is telling them here in verse 3. It's very interesting. If you have your Bible, that would be really great. So, we are studying this truth together. You eat the curds, clothe yourselves with the wool, and slaughter the choice animals. But you do not take care of the flock. So, the flock are the members and the shepherd are the pastors. Now we slaughter, we eat the animals, we use the clothes, we use their, the, the sheep skins for clothes and we sell everything to just taking care of ourselves. But in the church, we are there to help God's children. God called us for us to lead them to help them to discover the truth, to help them to grow in the Word, to help them to really be, build an independent life, to help them to build a relationship with God. But everything is about us, pastors. Verse 4 is very, it's quite challenging. You have not strengthened. Listen to this. You have not strengthened the weak. There are a lot of people who are in the church who are suffering very deeply. Or heal the sick. Many people are sick. Or bound up the injured. 
you have not brought back the strays or search for the lost. Now, strays and search for the lost. The strays are basically those who have backslided. They are gone out from the church probably because no one cared for them or maybe they don't really understand what they are doing but nobody will approach them to explain that this is how things is or things supposed to be or they feel being judged because of their character or attitude or the way even they dress people just draw a conclusion and say they are like that they said they are gone astray they gone out they don't want to even come to church anymore search for the lost these are the unbelievers they don't know Christ they have no idea who Christ or what Christ can do for them they don't know who they know God but they don't know God as the way we know God okay so God said you are not even searching for the lost you are so as a pastor very content with that number because it's enough when they give at the end of the month you have enough to leave so you don't go far to search for the lost for them to also hear the word of God okay so that's what God is telling so you have ruled them harshly and brutally so you, you, you see here so we did not take good care of them we judge them immediately you see somebody know that they are like that they are like this so God is telling us to really be very careful in verse 5 says so they were scattered because of our attitude our behavior towards the church members they scattered because there was no shepherd there is a shepherd but you know what's going on in the church day to today they mostly we focus more on people who are well known who are not sick healthy and um, we feel like they these people you know they don't have any trouble but god really said is saying here we should go for people who are bleeding okay so he said we should go they were scattered they became food for all the wild animals you can see here wild animals and in verse 6 is challenging God said my sheep wandered all over the mountains and every high hill they were scattered over the whole earth and no one searched or looked for them you can see it is really true today because if you look at 2000 years ago when Jesus was here sharing about love about the, the word people are now the christianity they are decreasing because many people feel discouraged bored because they don't get the concept and who is the who's supposed to teach them we pastors have to teach them so listen to the verse 7 therefore it's a conclusive conjunction where god is telling us something here therefore you shepherd you pastors you can put it there hear the word of the lord listen very carefully as surely as i live 
declare the sovereign Lord because my flock lacks a shepherd and so has been plunged under and has become food for all the wild animals and because my shepherds did not search for my flock but cared for themselves rather than for my flock. You can count how many my, 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 my God is using that personal pronoun, my flock, my flock. This means God is watching. God is looking at pastors. You see here, now listen to the verse 9 also. Therefore you shepherd, hear the word of the Lord. And the 10 says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against the shepherd. You see, I am against the shepherds and will hold them accountable for my flock. I will remove them from tending the flock so that the shepherd can no longer feed themselves. I will rescue my flock from their mouth and it will no longer be food for them. You, you can see here, this is exactly what is going on. But God is so much concerned. God is so passionate about his children. God really cares for his lost sheep. God cares for sheep who have gone out from the church. It's a warning for the preachers who have also fallen into this money idol material idol we are buying things which we don't need them but we are buying just because we want we have more than enough people are sacrificing giving their savings and giving the toil every day and night and when they give their money to you you misuse it this is a real warning God is going to remove these people to make sure that God's sheep will find a great shepherd to be with. Now listen, this is the warning for the, the, the church the members, okay? Because normally you hear people, they say, I don't want to go to church anymore because I'm hurt by people in here. It is not an excuse. God says in Ezekiel chapter 34 verse 17, As for you, my flock, see the members this is what the sovereign lord says i will judge between one sheep and another and between rams and goats that in other words even if you are in the church and you have been hurt by a pastor a church leader or any of your friends remember this very very well that god is going to judge each and everyone separately if you are hurt so much and because of that you don't even want to go to church remember God is going to judge each and everyone listen to verse 18 is it not enough for you to feed on the good pasture now must you also trample the rest of your pasture with your feet is it not enough for you to drink clear water? Must you also muddy the rest with your feet? Now what God is talking about here is basically about contentment and greedy. 
Now we have become greedy, not just only pastors. We have more than enough to live. We have more than enough to survive. You could go to your, your basement or your other room. How many things that you have packed them that you are not using them? People are suffering. But we have all these things. At the end of the day, we still cry. We, we don't have this. We don't have that. Very extravagant. We, we are very, very wasteful. Really. You check your basement. If you are listening to this podcast right now, you can just check your basement and look at what are the things that you have packed in. CDs, bicycles, shoes, what clothes. All these things are just sitting somewhere. And at the end of the day, you are still crying for money. That is not right. So, Bible, God is saying here, with that kind of greedy and you are not content, you're still complaining about you don't have this, you don't have that. You don't have those and because of that you are jumping from one place to another hopefully that that church or pastor will give you that is a problem you see verse 19 must my flock feed on what you have trampled and drink and what you have mudded with your feet now listen to the 20s very challenging so therefore this is what the sovereign Lord says to them see I God is saying myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep it is time for you to share your blessing brothers and sisters you are wasting so much but you still complain a lot because you are not content for what you have. God is going to judge. You are worshiping those materials. You are worshiping them. They are just sitting down, nothing. You don't want to give to anyone. There are people who are in need. God is telling you, be very content. In verse 21, because you shop with the flank and the shoulder, Button all the weak sheep with your horns until you have driven them away. I save my flock and they will no longer be planted. I will judge between the sheep and another and I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he will tend them. You see, he will tend them and be their shepherd. So the David is like God is going to choose somebody. He believed that he or she can take care of the flocks and the sheep. If you are in a church, be patient with people. Try to understand that nobody can be like you. You are unique. So you don't expect people to behave like you. You don't expect people to do things the way you do your things. Be patient and help one another. Try to build each other. It is very, very important. Because when you are so much into material things, 
be careful. I have a quotation by Helen Keller said, be happy with what you have while working for what you want. Just be happy for what you have while working on what you want. Because, because we are so much confused, always looking for it, asking for it. We go to church with anger, and when people talk to us, we misinterpret them and just do everything we want. Now, listen to what the book of Hebrews say. In Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5, it says, Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have, because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. In the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 10, it says, Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. Matthew chapter 6 verse 24. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And God, I believe that God is not going to ask what car did you drive when you were on earth? What kind of building did you, were you, do you, did you buy? Or which place did you visit? But I do believe that God is going to ask about our relationship with the Son, our relationship with Him, our relationship with the people around us. And Jesus replied in Matthew 22, verse 37, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. God loves you. And this is a great lesson. We will see you again in our next episode. Thank you, and God bless you.